What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Eyes and Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. It's your boy, BMAR, coming at you from the Dominican Republic with my boy, who's also in the DR, Mr. Cole Lewis da Silva. What's up, guys? What's up, G? How are you feeling? I'm feeling like dog shit, if you want me to be honest with you, but I don't know what the fuck's going on with the Dominican bugs, but you got me twice, dog. Yeah, guys, fucking Ryan is literally dying again, so uh, make sure that you... Thank him for being here and actually showing up because this kid's got like the immune system of a fucking child. I've Dude. never seen somebody get this sick in my life. Dude, I don't know what has gotten over me, but like the, the Dominican bugs are like fucking my day up right now. Okay. So I say yeah, I've never seen somebody get this sick ever, bro. You get fucking hammered consistently. Well, it's okay because we're alive. We're here and uh, it's going to be a good fucking day. So he's got a grandpa's immune system. Fuck all y'all. All right. I will say this is like me getting as sick as I've gotten on this trip twice is making me like, I'm going to come back. I'm going to be getting IV drips every fucking two weeks. I'm not fucking around anymore. I'm like, I refuse to get sick. I'm annoyed. I was like, I am, but whatever. I'm over it. Let's, uh, let's change the live today. What's up, D? What's good? How you guys doing today? Best day of our lives, brother. How are you doing? Fuck yeah, man. I'm good. Appreciate you asking. And so pretty much I don't have like a, I really don't have a question. I just more so. Like I'm just looking for that next level for me, you know, and I know that we've been talking about this recently these past couple of weeks to month, but, you know, it's just really itching at me right now. Like I'm doing the work, putting in the reps, you know, I went through this car situation and even during the midst of all that, all that adversity, like I was still showing the fuck up for myself. And yeah, I'm just, you know, I want to get you guys opinion. Like what is that next level outside looking in for me? D, why the fuck are you here asking that question? When, when you say, like, what is that next level? Be a little bit more specific. Right, pause. Sorry. Sorry. Fucking, we just had a conversation in the fucking DMs, D. Fucking, like, an hour and a half ago. And you were like, I'm not really growing, but I'm not, like, stagnant. And I'm seeing some success. And I'm, I'm hitting. And I'm like, I want to know if I should just, like, save a bunch of cash and sit on it. Or if I should, like, invest in an event or invest in something so I can have, like, that internal breakthrough. What was the advice I gave you? Yeah. I mean, you, you were like, Go for it, you know, invest into yourself. But I mean, that's that's just kind of where I'm torn at, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I truly do want to do that, but I'm kind of teetering on the line of like that. Would that put me into scarcity or that? You know what I'm saying? Well, it sounds like you comfortable as fuck right now. So you got to do something to push the boundary. This is the thing. A lot of you guys end up hitting a plateau in your business because you sit in a state of comfortability. And the aspect of you look in your content and you're not really doing anything that is outside your personality. So it doesn't challenge your mindset and make you push the barrier. How do I know this? Me and David Getz went through this shit. And then I made him push the barrier in his content. He finally did it, got very uncomfortable, popped the fuck off, started seeing success. You guys don't push the barrier with your calls. So let's say you are doing cold outreach or DM outreach. You're sending anywhere from 20 to 30 a day, but you're not being super intentional and like in depth with it because you don't want to lose sleep. And you don't want to mess up your schedule when you should go balls deep into the DMs and pour value into each individual. So like in order to see success in any area of life, you need to become uncomfortable because if you are comfortable, you will never grow, period. There's no if, ends, or buts about that. There's no other way to look at it. It's just how it is. Growth happens in your discomfort zone. Feel me, D? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, it's like, don't get me wrong, Brian might have a different perspective. He might ask you some questions after this. But the reason why I'm going in on this and the reason why I want to like use you as a fucking pinpoint for everybody to pay attention right now is because, number one, you need to hear this. All right. Do something that makes you uncomfortable. We just had a fucking conversation like literally an hour ago where I'm like, 
you're going to spend the money that you're currently thinking about saving anyways on you regardless. So why don't you spend it on embracing something that's going to challenge your mindset and give you the breakthrough needed? If you don't feel comfortable spending money, okay, you don't need to. You can stay where you are, but you need to do something different to change your current situation, i.e. post differently, open up about your story, all right? Change your aspect of DMs. A lot of you guys are like, I'm sending 30 DMs and I'm not getting any responses. Maybe it's because these people are broke. No, it's because you're not showing the depth that they need to see in order to trust as a coach. Feel me, D? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like when I hear you ask us, like, what's the next level for me? The next level for you is investing in something that makes you uncomfortable. Because we just spoke about how you're doing all the basics. You're posting like you need to. All right. You're doing the things that you think are the basic foundations necessary for growth. So you need something that's going to push you to the next level. Something that's going to challenge your mentality to make you wake the fuck up and doing shit that's different. Brian? I'm a big believer in, I pay for speed, dude. Like I pay for speed. And if I'm stuck, I pay for the answer. That's just how I work. And the reason that's worked really well for me, and you might agree with that, you might disagree with that. The reason that's worked really well for me is because I would rather spend $15,000 on a coaching call with a mentor that I know has the experience. It's literally 90 minutes long and then get the solution for the problem that I've had for the last like year, then me spend the next year of my life trying to figure it out, holding on and pinching all, pinching all my pennies. So like I pay for speed and I don't know if you're ready to invest in yourself, D, because I'm not you. Like I can't be in your body, but I'll tell you what I've done in your situation is when I'm at a plateau, I invest in myself, period. Always. Cause like, no matter what it's like, and this is the thing is like, I think a lot of people think like, well, I've invested in myself once. So why do I need to do it again? Okay. So your weight loss client that hired a personal trainer back in 2015 doesn't need to hire you because they already invested in a personal trainer with that logic. Mm. It's like, we're consistently investing in ourselves when we hit a plateau. That's the way I work. And again, I don't know what that looks like for you because I'm not you, but what I will say is like, if you're at a plateau, you need to fucking shake things up. You need to do something different. And you said, would that put me in scarcity? It might put you in uncomfortability. And I think you're afraid of that. And if you get, if when you get uncomfortable, you get scarce, that's a fucking, that's a sign that you need to work on yourself. If every time you get uncomfortable, you're like, oh, I'm in scarcity now. Like, that's not gonna, that's not a signpost of growth. Like, how can you get uncomfortable and not get scarce? That's a question you should be asking yourself. It all, this, dude, this comes down to like your spirit straight up. It's like, this comes down to your self-belief. Like, I believe in myself so much and I trust myself so much that I know that no matter what I do, I'm going to find a solution to the problem. And so if I'm like, if you don't believe in yourself, D, if you don't think you're going to make it, then of course you're going to hang on to that cash because you don't believe in yourself. Like, I need to keep this because it's not going to work if I spend it. But if you believe in yourself and you're like, I know I'm going to make it work, then it doesn't matter. Like, I could spend every last dollar in my bank. Like, if somebody came up to me and they're like, I would help you make an extra million dollars next year and I guarantee it, I would spend every last dollar in my bank to fucking make it happen because I know I would make it back. Yep. So it's like, you have to, this is like, this is not an us thing. This is a you thing. You have to look in the mirror and internally and ask yourself what you want. And if you want to stay like making eight to 10K a month and that's your cool with that, then that's cool. You don't need to come to events. You don't need to expand your network. You don't need to like grow your mindset. Like, I don't want that. Like, I want it all. I want Gary V level impact. I want Andy, Andy Elliott level impact. I want like Andy Priscilla level impact. And I understand that that's going to take time, but like, I'm just going to keep putting myself in the fucking room until I get there. And if that means I need to spend $10,000 on a VIP ticket for a fucking Keaton the Muscles event and Cole needs to spend 10 grand just to be in the room with Keaton for two hours so we can shake hands with these people, then we'll fucking do that. Yep. Do you get what I'm saying? All depends no, on your goals, bro. Yeah. It's like my, I, my, my goal is expansion. I want the next level. You have to ask yourself what you want. Yeah. And I think that for me, it's just, if I'm just going to be completely fucking honest, like it's been a minute since I've gotten like financially uncomfortable. And 
you know, I've been at a weird spot financially. I, I'm still cool. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's not going to cut it to that next level where I want to get to. And it's like, I feel like I've been stagnant for a minute. And like, I'd rather, like, I'm just, I'm just tired of that. I'm just tired of that. And I'm, I'm ready for something more and I'm ready for the next level for myself. So I just have to, I have to get uncomfortable. So D I'm going to ask you a question, right? So there's a lot of online personal trainers that are in this call right now that were working six figure jobs that they quit to be an online trainer. If that was you, just say me in the chat. I know David Getz was about to go right after he's about to do that, right? Was working a six figure job. Mel was working a six figure job. Like just because you're making money and you're comfortable doesn't mean that you're fucking happy mm. because human beings are designed to grow. And so when we're not growing, we're not expanding or we're not reaching the next level. We're not like pushing our fucking limits. It's like, we feel like we're dying inside all of us. That's entrepreneurship. So that's why you could be making three, five, seven, 10 K a month. And you could be getting by and paying all your bills and even putting a little money, bit of money aside, but you literally feel like you're dying inside because you know that you're not growing. So like you need to, this isn't a me and Cole conversation. This is a you and you conversation. You need to like look at yourself in the mirror and be like, are you ready to take the next level motherfucker? Because mm -hmm. if like, if you are, then it's like, no matter the price, it's like, I will pay whatever the price to get to the next level, whatever the price, it does not matter. Pedro's cooling was a hundred grand for the year. Cole and I fucking were like done. And it's like, that's like, that's uncomfortable, but that's what was required to get to the next level. And like, did it put me in scarcity? No, it just activated me, bro. I'm like, I know that I'm fucking, I can do this. And so like, I've put myself in a position where it's do or die. Now it's time to do. And dude, you're mm -hmm. surrounded by the right people. You're surrounded by the right community. You're surrounded by the right environment. You just need to take fucking action and stop getting in your own way and getting in your own head. Feel me? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the biggest thing for me is that last part. Like I just, I get in my own head about it. And it's like, it's just been holding me back, you know? I'm going to give you one thing you need to write down and do it right after this call and every day moving forward for the next 60 days, okay? You're going to write right. down, take fucking action. And every time you're thinking about something, you need to look at that note and you need to do some shit. Because thinking about success gets you fucking nowhere. So mm -hmm. your your mantra for the next 60 days is take fucking action, all right? All right. Like all right, bet, bro. Good to see you. All right. I appreciate it. Bye. Peace. What's up, David Getz? Hey, hey, boys. I'm doing awesome. I tell you that this picture of seeing you here is like so freaking motivating and it ties into the question that I want to ask you. So I'll ask you the question and then I'll give you the context. So I'm working on my vision, my, not really mindset, just vision. How do I maximize my lifestyle and minimize taxes? Because I want like, I like you being down in Dominican Republic and having that house down there. I'm thinking, are you like writing that off for taxes? Like, is there, how, how do you actually do that? And are you able to do that? Because I'd like to buy a property somewhere nice or whether it's, you know, down in Dominican or down in somewhere warm in the U.S. But are you able to like write that off for a tax purpose if you tie it into business? Because you're working down there. But are you actually able to write off the, the purchase of the property and just any more lifestyle related things so you can live your life, enjoy your business and pay the minimum amount of taxes? Does that make sense? So, yeah, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Cole and I were fucking dumbasses until like a year and a half ago with our taxes. And we're just playing catch up now. So not the best guys to ask tax advice, just to be transparent with you. But we have some really good contacts. So Cole, can you set him up with a deal? Get him a deal. Because yes, oh, you're in Canada, yes, I David. I have his contact already. I was just curious from your perspective, if you guys are like doing that right now, like, are you writing your lifestyle off because you're tying business around it? Yes. We just literally do whatever our tax guy does, bro. Our tax guy says jump and we say hi. That's literally it. I got I'm like, I don't know anything about my taxes. My, my accountants tell me what to do and I sign the papers and I'm like, thank you. Like, I just, I don't know. To be honest, I have no, no fucking clue. Like, I know enough to like know how much we need to pay in taxes per month. 
I'm also like, dude, we have clients that are, you. I would talk to Patrick because he's in the Million Dollar Mastermind. He literally moved his entire business to Dubai and he pays almost no tax. So like, I'm envious of that, to be completely honest with you. And I wish we would have done that before we bought the gym. But now we have property in Canada. We have the gym. So it's not as easy. There's a good, we have a good tax person in the US as well. Uh, Chris, look up Ashley Shepard. Ashley Shepard is our tax person for the US. But yeah, dude, I honestly wish I could give you a better answer. The honest answer is I don't fucking know because we do what our tax guy tells us to do. And then we kind of leave it at that. Just being honest. Simple question for you, because I'm more closer to home. Sparkling Hills. I'm going there in April, and I'm, my son is going with me, who's now an employee. My wife is going, who's also a freaking employee. And I'm thinking, shit, can I write that off? <laughs> I'm, yep. We're going there anyway, but it's like, fuck. Yep. Like, let's have a business meeting when we're there. It's like, why not? Yes. I write off everything. Everything that you can like justify as a business meeting can be right enough. And so like, if they're both are employees, yep. You open your phone right. while you're there, and you look at DM from a client. Yep. That's a write-off. You can write off a percentage of your home because it's like your office. Those things are given. It's more like I'm thinking lifestyle. How can I fucking maximize my lifestyle and live my life and minimize the amount of tax? So that's it's more everything, of the fun stuff that I was looking for. Everything that you do, bro, everything that you do that involves your business can be written off. Everything. Everything. And obviously your tax guy will have to like go through all the logistics, but literally everything that you do, like you know, the, the, the Lamborghini can be as used as marketing, right? So there's a percentage of that that can be yep. written off. So it's like literally everything, everything that you can justify as a business expense can be written off. Awesome. Incredible. Okay. The stage that you're in your business is the best stage ever because you're making like 25, 30 K a month. It's it's the best stage for taxes. Once you start making like 70, 80, hundred K that's where like, you need to have a really good strategy in play because they come for your profits. But right yeah, now you're in a good, I want to minimize. Right now you're in a good spot, but I would talk to Adil. And let them know, like, my plan is to get to 100K a month in the next, like, 12 months. So we need to set it up now so that I don't get screwed when the tax bill comes. Okay, will do. Cool. That's Appreciate a good problem to insights. have, bro. Of course, dude. That's totally. a good problem to have. I love hearing your success. It makes me super happy, bro. I love it. Sky, sky's the limit with you guys, man. It's unbelievable. Anybody that's on this call, they need to just hang their hang on to you guys and, you know, just put in the work and they're going to have success. You're a good man, David Getz. I appreciate you. Thank you, bro. Thank you. you. Hey guys, thank you. David Getz is a gangster. After all, all the fucking hard discussions you and Cole had back and forth, it's like it all paid off. You just died, bro. Right, I like that. That makes me fucking happy. Cool, Mr. Mike. Hello, brother. How you doing? How you doing, guys? Fantastic, bro. How are you? I'm doing good, man. So I, uh, I'm running my first four day challenge come this Monday, and I have 47 people in it so far. With all this, I already have 14 calls booked for the next four days from the challenge. My question is like, they're signing up with my Google forms. Some are Facebook, some are Instagram. What is the best way to enroll them in trainerized nutrition and the Facebook group? Mm-hmm. Like without spending hours, spending hours and hours. What like you mean add them all to your, getting them all in trainerized? Well, that and obviously that's easiest out of it all. But like for nutrition guidelines, I'm just giving them templates, which their calories and their weight. And then just like, here's, here's how to use fitness pal. But instead of like, what's the best way to send all that and trainerize in a Facebook group to them each individually? Well, wow. cause I don't have all of them on Facebook. So I have to like get them to add me from Instagram to Facebook or email them and then just do the works. Okay. So typically speaking, you would always want to have, this is for all of you guys. You always want to have your type form. I would recommend saying fuck Google forms for your next challenge. I'm going to tell you what to do. Okay. 
So All first right. things first, next challenge, get a type form. And then on the thank you page, have it redirect to the Facebook group that eliminates 50% of your issue. Then you don't have to chase mm -hmm. people down. Okay. So that's like step number one. You didn't do that this time. So I'll tell you what to do. What I would do is I would run your entire community in Trainerize. So I'll do uh, send everything over Trainerize. So add them all to Trainerize. You just add them there. And then you add them to Trainerize. You send their nutrition plans over Trainerize. Then you only have one platform. You can add them all into a group chat on Trainerize as well. So that's where you can drop the Zoom links for your actual coaching calls. Instead of doing live streams in the community, you're just going to get them to tune into Zoom. That's what I would do if I was in your position and I wanted to save the next 5, 10, 15 hours of my time. No, the only problem with that is putting them in a group in Trainerize. Obviously, it's a Facebook group, the lives, engagement, the questions, and obviously all the value. It's hard to give ebooks and give the value on Trainerize compared to Facebook. I agree. So my advice would be stop asking how you can do it efficiently and just go get the grunt work done so we can make some money in this challenge and stop working the process. All right. right? Like this is the thing. <laughs> you can use multiple things that like there's like kickstarts like Asana and like multiple tools. But dude, I'm gonna be blunt with you and honest. Brian and myself have a team that do that shit. Why? Because we are fucking technology dumbasses. All right. I don't use Asana where you click in your email and then it sends you five fucking links and then it promotes everything. Because I'm just about doing the fucking work, especially because 47 people to send three links to is not that hard. You probably could get it done in an hour to two hours of uninterrupted work if you just put your head down, turn your fucking phone off, and grind it in it. Question. You're a funny guy, bro. Question. You have other phone numbers? Right? I agree. I agree. Do you have other phone numbers? Probably about like 20 of them, which okay. I'm already reaching out to. Okay. Nice. So here's what I would do. If you want to get them on Facebook, Mike, here's what I would do. Okay. I would create an email that's a template email that you could just take their name, change their name, and then check the Trainerize account set up and take their name, change their name, add the PDF to that, add the Facebook link to it. And then it'll be like, hey, name, welcome to the, the four-day challenge. We're super excited to have you. So three things that I need you to know. Number one, your Trainerize uh, link is going to be sent to your email. So make, make sure you go take a look at that. Number two, here's your meal plan PDF for the week. So make sure you download this. And number three, all the fun happens in the Facebook group. So make sure you join the Facebook group. And that would be an email that would be like copy and pasted. And then I would send that email to each individual. And that's how I would like eliminate a lot of the time if you wanted to get them on the Facebook group. All right. So if it starts Monday, when is like the day to do all this? Like Janelle uh, said in the tank, don't invite them in the Facebook group until Sunday. So it's like a party, but correct. do the yep. trainer. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with both of those things. And you can still invite them to the group, but don't let them in. Don't let them in. It's the same rules as a 14 day challenge. You don't want to let them in until the day before the challenge so that there's a party when the, when the group starts. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got you. Thanks. That helps. <laughs> You're welcome, bro. It's just tough love from Cole. Do the fucking work. Listen, got it. Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because I want to make sure that we break it down. Like I'm about simplicity. Right? There's a lot of individuals that when they start to scale their business, they try to like do this plugin and this plugin and this plugin because in, in theory, it will save them time. But I'm going to tell you right now, and I know Brian will back me up with this, the amount of times that we've had to just grunt things the fuck out because we picked a plugin to save us time and then it didn't fucking work and it backfired on us has honestly been ridiculous. It makes our fucking head spin. 47 people, dude, I literally would just go grab the fucking email here, add everybody to Trainerize manually, click invite, and as soon as they get an invite, they already have everything scheduled in their fucking Trainerize, the pre-pine program, bam, there we go. Like also, you literally get it done in 30 47 seconds. people is fucking lit. Also, by the way, this is a side note. That's a lot got, of like, fucking people, which I love. Yeah, yeah, that's lit. That's good shit. You're gonna change your life. Cool. Joseph, what's up, brother? What's going on, guys? How are you, bro? Okay, so awesome. I have one important question because it's been driving me nuts. 
So I'm still fairly new. I introduced myself to Cole like three weeks ago. You were still sick. So hi, I'm Joe. I just made it into your, the, out of the onboarding class. But so I've been posting daily, all speaking, um, just like you guys have been saying. Um, and I've been like attracting like gym bros or younger high schoolers and stuff like that. I'm working on changing my content to fix that. But in the meantime, should I message those people or should I just kind of like message them and be like, yo, thank you so much for your love of my content. I appreciate it. And then just move on. Like, do you think that they're worth, right. the, worth the time to put in? Depends. Who's your avatar? Um, people 25 plus trying to lose weight. So that's why I was like, yeah, I don't even think it's worth it. But I wasn't sure because I've heard different things. So I just wanted to, you know, just see if I should mesh them back. Yo, thank you so much for the for the love and support and then just move on or I have a try to dig in a little bit. I have a question. So if you're attracting these people, that to me tells me that you're doing something in your content that's attracting these people. So what are we doing in our content? What about our content is attracting um, the young ones, young ones? I think because I started at the very beginning and still sometimes even now I started posting like, um, you know, like those trendy things. What's your Instagram? Bit by Joe. I'll drop a tag. Bit by Joe? Bit by Coach Joe. Oh, Coach Joe. Coach Joe. Bam. Joe Costa. All right, let's see. The good news is you're still new. So the fact that you're still new, you'd like, you've got a lot of time to, to like, uh, to pivot. And dude, some of your reels are crushing. What's this? Yeah, I had really pissed some people off, but fuck it. Would you rather look like this? 10 to 20% body fat, visible muscle, healthy, strong, confident, and a flexible lifestyle. You're energized and feel the best that you ever had in your life. Or you're like this. You're 5 to 8% body fat. You're shredded, but you're tired. You have low tests. You have brain fog. You constantly feel like you're starving. You basically don't have a life because you're too controlled by your food. Bro, these are good videos. Thanks. And a lot of these are fucking hitting too. Stop ego lifting. Nobody cares if you can... Dude, I wonder if you're attracting gym bros and the young guys because because you're shirtless. That would be my opinion. I 100% think so. Because it was the same thing. Like, think about somebody that's 25 plus, right? I'm a dude that's 25 plus that comes to your page. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to tell my friends I'm following you if you're like always shirtless. You know what I mean? But if I'm young, I want to get okay. jacked and I look at your page. I'm like, I want to fucking look like that. Right? Does that make sense? Okay. What do you think, Cole? Yeah. I actually, this is fun. I love it when Brian do this. I actually have a contradicting opinion, and this is where I, I want to give you a different aspect. How long have you been doing this, Joseph? This is my third week. I just don't think that you have enough skin in the game. Okay. That's all. So, and this is where, like, I want you guys to zoom out for a second. How old are you, Joseph? I uh, just turned 23. Okay, so you just turned 23 right off the bat, so you are young, so you're attracting a young crowd. All right, everybody here is, who's over 25, put up your hand for a minute. All right? So I love how nobody puts up their hand because they're scared to talk about their age, which makes me fucking laugh my ass off. This is the dissection for me, all right, for Brian, for people who have been in the game for a while or people who have experienced a lot of coaches or knowledge or information in the past. It's almost something like we'd like to audit the individuals that are popping up on our page first. I just don't think you have enough skin in the game. Kids are more fucking open to just engaging on anything that they fucking see where adults take a little bit more time. Okay. It's just fucking facts. Like when we when you have an individual who's 25 plus, 30 plus, if they have fucking 30 different people popping up in front of them all the time, they click on your page, you've got nine posts up. They're all doing good. But then you click on somebody else's page, like a Brian, who's got fucking 2,000 posts up and it looks like he's more established, they're more likely to engage on that account. This shirtless thing might be a case, but it doesn't sound like you're being like a, a young gym douche, for lack of a better term. <laughs> you're actually giving value and you're like showing stuff. You're not just in the gym grunting and doing stupid videos this will like it that could be it but i also just think like you got to give it time i okay. feel like every single one of you guys that have ever come to any content i would call that brian and myself have done or pod chats that have been like i'm attracting a young crowd 
are usually just starting. You guys are just starting to post talking videos. You're just starting to give information. You're just starting to put yourself out there. And then the more reps you get in, the more time you have in the game, the more that you start actually attracting your niche because it shows that you're an authority in the area. Feel me? That's yeah. So I agree with that goal. Thank you for saying that. And I'm going to backtrack on my statement, Joe, because if I look at all your content, all the ones that are doing well are the shirtless ones. So if it's like, it's pretty much fairly consistent, like you have the physique the guys want. So I still want you to do them, but I also want you to try videos where you have a tank top and I want you to do some in the gym because like you've got like your filming spot right here, right? You've got your filming spot here. I want you to have like a filming spot in the gym. I also think, bro, I think that you've like, I think you're like, I think you're onto something like. I want to just give you some love, Joe. Like, I think that in like three to six months time, you're going to have five to 10,000 followers. Like, I really do think you have the thing. So I just want to give you some love because I like, I think you got it, bro. Like, I'm like, I'm like these video, the views on these videos, like you're, you've got 180 followers. You're getting fucking eight, 1200 views, 1700 views. Like you're getting 10 times the amount of views that you have of your followers. You get that? Like, that's really good, dude. That's really good. So keep going, bro. Like you are on the right path. I would continue doing these videos. Another thing I would do, Joe, is I would... I would go to ChatGPT and I would type in my avatar is men that are 25 plus. Please give me 10 to 20 of the main struggles that they have in their fitness journey and the pain points associated with those struggles. And I would start making content for those things and use that as like props for ideas for like men that are 25 plus because like stop thinking like a bodybuilder, like that might not be for men 25 plus, but like for men 25 plus, they might have a career, they might not have time to go to the gym. So like, how can you make videos for that? So I think if you're going to go after the 25 plus demographic, you need to go a little bit deeper and think about things that they would specifically be struggling with. Because when you say things like don't work out like a bodybuilder, that applies to literally every fucking person on the planet. You feel me? Yeah. How old were you in this fucking photo? Uh, 17. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Bro, you like, listen, listen, I don't know you enough to talk shit, but y'all, you were a fucking twig before. Now you're, right, he's huge. Like, oh, no, if you look at this transformation, bro, Holy fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, You need to that show that more too. Talk about I like, agree. and don't just talk about the simple stuff. Talk about the in-depth shit that you did in order to put on size. Because it literally looks like you're 70 pounds heavier. Yeah, I am. I'm, yeah, significantly heavier. There you go. So I'm like, I think you should like talk about that. That will start giving people value where it's like, you're breaking it down too. You're like, this is where I was, homie. Now let's break down how I did it and start explaining these to individuals. Okay, I, I always like That's steered hard. away from doing that because I like helping people wanting to lose weight. And I feel like if I talk about me, how I gained it, it would be like a push and a pull. It's about I, success I, in the gym. It's not just about building okay. muscle. Okay, and, and I would say it's about your personal journey. Because it's like, as an example, Joe, like I don't help people overcome their drug addictions, but I talk about it so that people can understand that I went through adversity. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. And it's like, I might not have 30 pounds to lose, but I had to gain 70 and that was fucking hard to shit. So I get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Cool. Dude, Thank you guys so you much. You are on the right path. Keep fucking going, bro. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Cool. All right. We'll see you again soon. Right. Yep. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ, bro. This is one of the craziest muscle fucking muscle transformation I've ever seen in my life. That's crazy. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Anthony, what's going on, my man? How are you doing today? 
What's ever, of course. Doing good. I don't have a create like I don't have much of a question. Just fair raise my hand. Things are going good at 6K reoccurring at this point after bitching Nicole about my content. Uh, I hit a 50K the other day. Yes, bro. You, but I guess if I, if I had to think of something, what do I, what's a good retention metric? Like a lot of my clients are typically with me for at least a year. And I can't, there's like been two that I've ever worked with that didn't get results, but some of them are starting to fall off now. So they're getting results, but they're not re-signing. How do I think of like what a good retention metric is? Yeah. Before I get into that, dude, I just want to give Anthony some love. Yo, this guy's been crushing it in his content and you're always showing up on my newsfeed, dude. Always. He's showing up yeah. to content audits. He's showing up to fucking, he's putting in the fucking reps and like his talking videos are getting significantly better. And as you guys can see from the views, it's like, you know, even if we go like, we go way back, like the views were low and now they're consistently climbing, bro. And like, now you're getting some 10K views, 20K views, et cetera. I don't know if you're doing this, Anthony, but make sure at the end of your videos, follow for more, follow for more value. Like I just started doing that. that. Yeah, because if you have 56,000 people that see that video, then you're like, follow for more value, boom. Even like, even if 500 people follow you, bam, your following just in increased by 500, yeah. right? That third so, one in right there, that one yeah. I said follow, and I got like 300 followers off of that that's one. What, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So if you do that on every video, it's, it's super important. So retention metric, when we think yep. about retention, we think about three things, all right? Number one, community engagement, as in how many people are in your program? And how many people show up to calls and engage and post in the group? So if you've got 20 clients and two of them are posting in the group, that's a big indicator that your retention is going to be an issue. So community engagement is a metric that we'll pay attention to. Another metric that we'll pay attention to is how many of my clients are actually checking in. So let's say you've got 20 clients and four check in. That's a massive problem. If you've got 20 clients and 18 are checking in, that's a great problem. So that's the second metric we'll pay attention to. The third metric we'll pay attention to is out of the clients that are, are checking in, how many of them are red light, yellow light, and green light. Mm -hmm. Green light means they're crushing it, get amazing results, and they're fucking on fire. Yellow light means they're kind of struggling. They're showing up, but they're like struggling a little bit. And red light means they're like literally on fire and shit is just not working for them no matter what they do. And then the goal is obviously to get the yellows to greens and the reds to yellows, then to greens, et cetera. So those are the retention metrics. Now, how do you get more clients to re-sign? I'm going to pass that one over to Cole because this is something that he used to do in his check-ins that would basically make sure that the client was always thinking about their future goals. Yeah, so you guys might hear Baby Boy in the background just letting you know. But first and foremost, what I would always put in my check-in forms, Anthony, and this is for all of you guys, is where would you like to see yourself in the next three to six months? What are your future goals? All right, what are we planning for next? You guys can word it however you want, but I had a futuristic question in every single check-in that I ever sent my clients. Why? Because first and foremost, I need to say something. If your clients are with you for a year and then they are not re-signing, that is not a bad thing. Obviously, we want to keep them, but understand that it sounds like you did your fucking job. If they got amazing results and they were with you for a year, like you did a great fucking job, pat yourself on the back. They probably are just happy with their lives, but they've never thought about the future. And that's where we can improve. So every single time we send them a check-in, like, yo, what's going on next? What do you want to do after you lose the 20 pounds? What's the futuristic body that you want to have? Because once you strip off this fat, like, you just want to be the skinny guy? You just want to be the skinny girl? Or do you want to have a certain body part built up? So, like, we want to plant that question in no matter what. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Like, right now, I'm currently sending, like, a uh, monthly check-ins with my clients every one to two months. Like, what are your goals in the next 16 weeks? What are your goals the next six months. So I just pretty much keep doing that. Yep. I also think, bro, I think that 
help them see the future because you're yep. a competitor and you know what you know a body transformation could look like in six to 12 months but they don't because they don't have your brains and so help them see the future so as an example like when next time you do their check-ins be like dude honestly you're down 20 pounds and you look absolutely incredible like i literally see you having a shredded six back in the next six months and i'm super excited for you bam we're just like you know we're planting seeds of what could happen so helping them see the future i think is really important and honestly doing with people that you believe in too like as an example like i believed in you anthony for the 10k mastermind i'm like i know for a fact you're going to hit 10 20k in the next three to six months you join the 10k mastermind so it's like my responsibility to offer you that service because i know what's going to happen if you take that program so i think that knowing that if you see somebody that's in your program anthony that like is thinking about leaving or whatever not thinking about resigning just like calling them and be like, dude, like, I believe in you. Like, if you want to get shredded, like, I will help you get shredded, you know? So just like that conviction and that belief and like their future goals, I think is really important. But yeah, I think everything we just talked about is is more than enough. And I think if you're paying attention to those metrics, your retention is going to be really good. Okay, perfect. Yeah, thank you guys. Well, bro, keep killing it with your content. I like, I love, I love seeing people come up in the academy. That's dope as fuck. That makes me super happy. Keep it up. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Yo, dude, Thanks. that's not even my Instagram page, Brian. And I'm so goddamn happy that you said that to him because we've been go riding on Anthony's content. Like, guys, he comes up every single week to content audits. And it's like, this is what I did. What do you think could be better? This is what I did. What do you think it could be better? And we're just changing little things, like a millimeter every week, a little millimeter every week. And it's just fucking bop, 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 just going up like crazy. Bro, it's no, it's funny. In the other, watched his content, Cole. This was like yesterday. One of his videos popped up my feed. I'm like, he speaks like me and you now. Like when he speaks to the mm -hmm. camera, he's like using his hands and shit. I'm like, that looks like fucking me and Cole. That's fucking funny, dude. It makes me super happy, dude. <laughs> shit. Astor, what's going on, King? What's up, Brian? How are you? How are you feeling right now, man? I'm honestly feeling really good. Anytime I get sick, I like I don't even notice it for the call. And then after the call, it's like, so right now I feel great. We're doing good. Awesome. Yeah, I fucking hate being sick, man. Yeah, it's the worst. That's okay though. Right. Today, so, so between February 10th and the 13th, I really like dm'd a lot and i told myself i was gonna just go crazy for those three days and i got seven calls in those three days but three of them canceled four of them actually but the fourth one i got him to like reschedule the other three i'm trying to but they kind of just so like with that do you like what do you think causes that and also like with dming sometimes i'll get people up to the point where i send a calendly and they say yes but then they're like, okay, uh, let me check this or I'll do it later. And then it could have been like, you know, 10, 12 calls if had those people not been like also, you know, oh, I'll do it later. Yeah. So I want to help you with like overall like mindset. So a few things. Okay. Number one is if you are constantly sprinting and then slowing down and then sprinting and then slowing down, it's a recipe for burnout. So if you're like, okay, from the 10th to the 13th, I'm going to fucking be in my DMs all day, every day. I'm going all in. And then on the 14th, you don't spend any time in your DMs. Like that's a recipe for burnout. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, that'll be like the weight loss client that like doesn't go to the gym for three days of the week. And then when she goes, she does four hours of cardio, fucking grinding mm -hmm. it out. You know what I mean? So we got to make sure that it's like, it's like the daily disciplines. Like I want, I would rather you book one call a day than seven calls in three days. Okay. That's the first thing, bro, is like, it's like the daily, like, and you don't like, this is the thing, you guys, you don't need to live in your DMs, okay? And anybody that tells you that you do is crazy. You don't need to live in your DMs. I think it's necessary you connect with your audience, the people that are in your audience, but I don't think you need to live there. And so the first thing is like the daily discipline. The second thing is, I don't know what caused it because I'm not in your DMs. What I'd recommend doing is posting a screenshot 
tagging Joshua Ayers and being like, hey, what do you see? Tagging Janelle, what do you guys see? Because right now it's like, I'm just speculating. But third thing mm -hmm. that I'll say is this is one thing you can do to increase your show up rates. At the end of each day, bro, what I want you to do, Ashton, is when you book your calls, at the end of each day, I want you to go into your calendar, see who you've got a call with. And I want you to send them a video that says something like this. Oh, Ashton, what's going on, brother? So I just checked my calendar for tomorrow and I saw we're booked in for a 15 minute call. Super excited. We're going to cover three main things. Number one, your number one goal right now. Number two, whatever you're struggling with. Number three, I'm going to give you a game plan to help you achieve your goal. So I'm super excited, bro. It's going to be awesome. Bring a pen and paper and I'll chat with you tomorrow. So send a video to everybody that's in your calendar for the next day, which will increase your show up rates. So that's the second thing that will tactically help you. The third thing, bro, is like, don't focus on the three people that rescheduled. Focus on the motherfuckers that got their calls booked. Because right now your awareness is on the people that canceled but my awareness is on the people that book the calls. Because if you focus shifted all of your energy to like booking role plays before you show up to those calls that people show up, like that people booked, then you're actually going to be in the right sales mindset. And then by the time you get to that call, you're going to close them because you're taking advantage of the three people that actually want to work with you. So you need to shift what you're focusing on because whatever you focus on expands. If you notice all the people that are canceling, you're like, all oh, these people cancel. What the fuck? Why do they cancel? What the fuck's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Or, or for me, when you tell me that, bro, I'm like, dude, three people want to book a call with you. If you sell all three clients, that's three grand. Get it? Yeah. Is that helpful? Yeah. So you're you're basically saying, and then also with what you said earlier, instead of 10 miles an hour, three times per week, do five miles an hour daily. That exactly. Dude, that's it. That's exactly it. It's like, I, I, I'm a big believer. I don't believe in all or nothing ever. Like, I don't believe in all or nothing. I don't believe in eating healthy six days of the week and then binging one day of the week. That doesn't make sense to me. I'd rather have a balanced lifestyle all the way through. It's the same thing with like building your business, you guys. Like building your business is really fucking simple. Post content, you can get inbounds for your offer and you can wait for people to DM you for your offer, which is cool. If you want to just do that, that's fine. If you'd like to grow your business faster, you post content, then you wait for inbounds, then you send messages to people that are engaging with your content. You book calls with those people, you enroll them into your program, then you deliver a service. Those are the six things you need to do to grow your business. And so if you do those six things every day, it's like your business is going to grow. I don't want you to do like, the only thing I do one day is I only send DMs all day, every day. And that's it because like, you know, that'll lead to some results. But then on the days that you're not sending DMs, you're going to feel burned out. You're going to feel stressed. You're going to feel like you need to catch up, et cetera. And it's just not going to be fun. So find a way to find enjoyment in it, dude. Like maybe you send 20 DMs while you're on the treadmill in the morning doing your cardio, right? Maybe you send 20 DMs when you're going for a morning, right? But it's like, find a way to find enjoyment in a day, in a daily process instead of just like fucking honing in two or three days of the week. And then the rest of the week, you're not doing anything. That makes sense. Does that, does that make sense? Right. Thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, bro. Good to see you. I appreciate you. You too. What's up, Casey? Hello. How's it going? You already know. Best day of our lives. Best day ever. Yeah, no doubt. I wish I had some, well, we got sunshine. It's kind of cold. That's fine. It's all good. I forgot my initial question, but so I tried really hard to come up with the next another one. So this might seem really simple, but I do have a bottleneck here when it comes to network expansion and the adding people on like Facebook is easier because you have groups and it's suggested friends. But I find with Instagram, it's a little bit difficult for my brain to like wrap it up. Do you add people? I'll just get to the question. Do you add people private accounts or just ones that you can actually look through and see? Because like you can't really tell if they're your ideal client from this little, right? So do you add people that you can't see? Oh, go ahead. Well, no. And the reason why is based off of what you just said. If you're private, I have no idea about anything about you. I don't know if you're into fitness. I don't know if you're closed off to having a conversation. I don't know if you're even a real account. So I just focus on the individuals that I can actually connect with. It's also the reason why we tell all of you guys to never have a private account if you actually want to build your business because people need to be able to see that. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
So like that 15 minutes that we use to go through that and like look for people that aren't private, I find that I get wrapped up in it and I take fucking forever. So any my suggestion is stick to 15 minutes. And even if you only find three individuals to connect with, who gives a fuck? Spend the other 15, 20, 30 minutes that you usually would get wrapped up in that, spending time creating better content. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like be very diligent with the times that you guys set for your power hour and what the tasks are, and then create content around that. Feel me? Yes. Casey, guess what? Bet. While Cole was talking, I was going Hi. through your content. <laughs> Where's all the fucking talking reels, dude? Yeah, that's written down. It says I need to make more talking heads. Um, oh, really? It's written down. Where's it? Where's it written down? That's so weird because I don't see any. So there are there's two one in there, I think, but the cover photo doesn't show it. Okay, okay. So, so I think that's. Uh, I write this down. Write this down. Photo. Nope. Write this down. Yeah. Every video that you post for the next two weeks has to be a talking head video. Every single one, because your account, Every Casey, video. will start growing when you start being yourself. So I agree with Cole, but I also wanted to like pause for a second because I also wanted to like, I was like, I want to go look at her account and see what's going on. The reason that I don't do network expansion on Instagram is because people find me. And the reason that people find me is because all of my content is speaking directly to the camera. I'm just talking yeah. to you. So every, like, it's easy to get to know me because if you want to get to know me, just scroll through my videos. If I want to get to know you, if I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to follow Casey, right? Maybe I'm not. And I'm not going to follow Casey because I was friends with her in high school and friends with her brother in high school, which I'm I was, sure. but that's besides the point. But if we're just scrolling through your content, right? I can't I'm get to know sure. you. No one thing, no. Because you're not talking to me. Get it? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking like, who's this girl? So you need to be like, hi, I'm Casey. Like, just talk to the camera. And okay. by the way, Case, for the next 14 days, you don't have to worry about like hooks and virality and whatever. I just want you to practice talking, okay? So okay. 14 days, practice talking to the camera. Once you have 14 days of putting in reps of like, okay, it's, by the way, it's going to be overwhelming and you're going to fucking hate it. So get ready for that. Once you've got 14 days of talking to the camera, then you can show up to content audits and be like, Hey, I got my 14 days in, did what you guys said. Where do you think I can improve? And then Cole's going to be like, do this, do this, do this, do this. But that's going to grow your Instagram following, not following random people. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll see you soon. I will be looking out for your talking reels. Just letting you know. So if you're, okay. they don't come up, I'm going to fucking see it. Oh, they'll be there. Okay. okay, perfect. I love it. She's like, they'll be there. Cool. Good shit. Hello, Selena. Hello. Hello. I think my question is well, weekends. So I'm trying to figure out, like, because your guys' partners are in the same, like, field as you guys are, correct? So, like, I'm trying to figure out what is... Julia's not. Julia's a mom. So she became a fitness coach. And then once we uh, had Cade... She needed to take a step back due to her availability and what was going on. Then me and her had a very in-depth conversation. And after years of us going through like different combos and figuring out what was the best route, she finally just reached a point where she's like, I just want to be a fucking mom. I don't want to go back to work, et cetera. So we just broke it down like that. Cool. Okay. So regarding that, then how do you guys balance like the entrepreneurial kind of like workload? Of, so, so Monday, Friday, we kind of like do our thing, work for ourselves. So it's like maybe I don't know what your guys' like schedule is. I know you do like your morning routine and everything. And then throughout the day, like do your work on the weekends with your partners. Like how do you balance that out of like, okay, like I still work usually seven days a week just because my clients like ask me questions and I still want to like serve them and everything. But I also am trying to balance like the, my life, like outside of work on the weekend, like with my partner, with my dogs, doing stuff that I love, not feeling guilty about it. 
And I know like, you're probably going to say like, get your non-negotiables done in the morning and then have the day. Like, is that, did I just answer my own question kind of thing? No, keep, or, like, keep going, keep going. You, well, I want to let you talk, go ahead. Yeah, like I just, I think that's just like a big struggle of, I try to go to the gym with him on the weekends, but then like we, I also want to do stuff, like, like go explore, but I just get like very caught up in what I like maybe should be doing or that I, yeah, like lots of yep. different feelings about yep. it. Okay, I'm, can I ask you a very personal question? Yeah. What's the purpose of you building your business? I've always needed purpose in my life. Like I've struggled with career, like until I started doing this like a year ago, like I'm 29 this year and I've always like, I've, I've served. And then this is like now my like purpose is building this business because I love it because I'm like finally doing something that I want to do. Okay. So I love that. So that's great. I think that's so first of all, that's really cool. That's probably why you're having a really hard time taking time off because you like, this is your purpose. Second question that I'm going to ask is how much do you value the relationship with your partner? Oh, time. Okay, good. The reason that I asked that question is like, dude, like you're preaching to the choir, like each nominations, like I could work on each nomination seven days a week, easily, all day, every day. I would have no problem doing that. But if I did yeah. that, then I would likely lose my partner because my partner wants my attention and I value the relationship with my partner. So I need to like make space for both. It's kind of like, in a work day, right? Like even on, when you're going through like a typical work day, Selena, I know that you always make time for the gym because the gym is fucking important. So you always make time for your workouts. And so you need to value the time that you have with your partner and you need to treat the time that you have with your partner as with as much importance as you treat your business. Because typically speaking, what we'll do as entrepreneurs is like, especially when we get into business, we're almost like afraid that we're going to lose this business. I'm going to lose it if I'm not working on it 24 seven and my clients are going to drop off if I don't respond to them within 24 hours. And like, they're going to hate me and blah, 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 blah. By the way, this has everything to do with you setting boundaries with yourself, not with your clients, with yourself by being like, I respect my time so much that I'm not going to let somebody buy it just because they're paying me through 50 months. Like somebody doesn't get to buy my weekends from me. Like they don't own my weekends. So it's like, it comes from like, I respect my time and I'm willing to draw boundaries around my time. And then just communicate with your clients. Like, hey, just letting you know, like I take the weekends off. So after 12 p.m. on Saturday, you won't hear from me until Monday. I hope you have the best weekend of your entire life. Looking forward to catching up on Monday. Bam, that's done. Now, internally, what you need to go through is you need to realize that like, the work is never over, ever. You're like, and you will never catch up. You will never do enough. And there's always one more thing to do. So at some point, you need to ask yourself, like, if I value the relationship with my partner, then I need to treat the time that I'm with him with as much importance as I treat my business, which means that when you're with your partner, you don't bring your phone. It's like you're fully present, right? It's like, let's go hang out. Let's go explore. Let's go be. Let's go hang out with each other. Let's go like laugh. Let's have fun. Let's go like go for a walk. Let's go for a hike. Let's not bring our phones. Let's put it on airplane mode. Because as soon as you open up your phone, you're like making an Instagram story. Bam. And like, yep, there's a client that messaged me that I need to get back to that I need to send her a meal plan. If I don't send her a meal plan, my fucking shit's going to go on fire. Like I get it because I am you. I do the same shit. But it's like me and Kirsten have had some really hard conversations where it's like, and we still do this sometimes to this day, Selena, we're not perfect. Like this is a constant boundary that we have to like explore with each other because we'll go through seasons in our business. Like she just launched her own app, which was fucking super time consuming. So I needed to respect the fact that she was going through transition phase. But like after 30 days, I was like, give me my wife back. I fucking want to hang out with you again. Right. And she respected it. She started putting her phone down. So I think it's like communication is really important. I think boundaries are really important. And I think you starting to respect your time is super important and not like being willing to sell your weekends just because somebody's paying you 350 a month. Yeah, I think that's a big one too. Cause like when I first started this, I was like, yeah, I'm available like 24 seven every day, like get back to you ASAP. 
but like I would get back to people like nonstop. And I think like I even say to all my clients, like this is the year that we're all setting boundaries. Like this is just what's happening this year because I feel like so many of us just like don't set those boundaries. And like, especially for myself, just like working, I've definitely cut it back a lot, but I think that like leaving my phone and like setting those like strict boundaries and like when clients start now to being like, yeah, I'm, I'm not on my phone on even just like Sundays. Yeah. Okay. It's so funny. Oftentimes the lesson that we're teaching to others is the one that we need to learn for ourselves. Straight up. Yeah. Big time. Okay. Is that helpful? One thing that I want to touch on with this, just to add on to it as well, is be diligent, planning ahead, realizing that as an entrepreneur, your schedule is never going to be the same period. Okay. It's just not. You guys, I wake up at 3 a.m. Coming to DR is a fucking head spin because nothing is open at 3 a.m. here. The gym doesn't even open until 7. So I looked at that and I was like, okay, I can either fucking bitch and whine and try to figure something out or like annoyed, get annoyed that it's fucking fucking with my regular schedule or I can make an adjustment. So now what I do is I'm fucking waking up and then right in the morning, I'm spending time with Julia and baby boy. All right. He's fucking up the chair over here right now and yelling. There you go. And then I spend time with them. We go to breakfast. Then when we come back, when it's his first nap time, he goes down for a nap. Julia goes and sits by the pool and then I go train. And then I do my regular fucking mindset shit. All right, that is, has to do with the gym. I crank up my workout and then I do a little bit of boxing. Why? Because I understand that as an entrepreneur, my schedule is never going to be solidified 100% in stone. It's going to need to be adjusted. All right. As you guys have heard, and again, breaking it down, Julia is not an entrepreneur like me. All right. So I need to make adjustments to make sure that I can give her my sufficient time and energy just as I give Kate because we've had a lot of conversations where at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. I give them the tired version of me and it's just not, not fucking fair. So again, boundaries across the board, scheduling across the board. Like it's like uh like Bruce Lee's got the same, be like water. Like water becomes the teacup, water becomes the cup. That's what you guys need to understand. Like learn to go with the fucking flow and understand that not everything's gonna work out the way that you have it in your head. Welcome to entrepreneurship. Feel me? Yeah. Yeah, definitely with the schedule and it just kind of like, yeah, kind of doing what you need to when you get done and yeah, planning. Cool. So this weekend, well, today's Valentine's Day. So after you're done this call, why don't you spend some time with your mans? Yeah, I got to do some check-ins too, but yeah, I'll make it. I'll make it happen. <laughs> check-ins and then put your fucking phone down. That's fucking yeah, from BMR. Yeah, some, some manly shit in the garage anyway, so we're good. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Okay, good to see you, girl. Talk to you Thanks, soon. Thanks, Yo, Mr. Kettlebell King. What's up, brother? What did you do? All right. So basically... I'm starting to do uh, live kettlebell workouts for my online clients because everybody's using kettlebells. So bi-weekly, we're doing that. And I want to start doing kind of like what you do, which is kind of give people a taste of it by doing by going live on the workout, either on IG or my Facebook group. What I kind of did was I created a broadcasting channel last week. I got like 45 people in there. And then what I was going to do is Tell them, hey, in two days, we're going live in the Facebook group, join the Facebook group, and then have them there. My question is, like, is that kind of like gatekeeping too much? Should I just do IG live or what should I do? Okay, so you're going to do the live. You said you want to do the live in the Facebook group. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm going to broadcast it. And then obviously and they won't be the Zoom call. Like, I won't see them, but they'll get a taste. Get about weight loss coach. Is it get about weight loss coach? Yes. Can I ask a question, B? Yep. What's the purpose of the live stream, homie? To give people a taste, to get them interested. I would, in, in... Dope. So then I wouldn't do it in the Facebook group. I would just do it on your live stream on Instagram. I agree. Right? The reason why is because it's two different things. If you guys are going to 
want, if you guys want to connect with your audience and give individuals a taste, then you need to do it publicly. If you want to bring everybody into a community and make everybody experience FOMO, then gatekeep it like you're talking about. The reason why, and I'm going to be straight with you, dude, when I was sitting around, I think it was 200,000 followers on fucking TikTok. It was like right at the beginning of COVID, right? Julia would see me go down at the same time in the basement every fucking day because we didn't have a gym. I didn't live in Kelowna at the time, right? And I would train on my little fucking Smith machine with my fucking loaded plates and I would go live on TikTok for an hour and a half every fucking day that I did this shit for over 20 weeks straight, all right? Look, Chris literally was there. Badass workout vibes. Every fucking day, dude, Chris Kowalski would show up and he'd vibe out. And I had music blasting and then I'd get fucking demonetized and banned off TikTok because I was playing the wrong music. And I would just shit talk people and have a good time and build community. And like, I still have people that engage on my content today being like, your workout content fucking changed my life so much like three years ago. But it was because it's publicly, it's a community builder. It's giving individuals a transparent look at your life instead of trying to gatekeep it more. So it's all come down to the purpose. If the purpose is to build a community on Facebook so you can eventually be able to monetize it more, then 100%. Put it in Facebook, gatekeep to a certain degree, all right, and make sure people can see it. If it's just to build community, give people a taste and start going live online. Okay? Got it. There we go. That, Read what Chris is saying in the chat box. You'll see exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Like that yeah, open I, vulnerability. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, big dog. And I think that if you want to do what I'm doing, the reason I go live is because anytime I get a new follower, if I go live, then they instantly they go from like not really knowing me or trusting me to like trusting me instantly because they know I'm a real person. So if you want to build trust and you want to give them a taste, I think doing it live in public is the best. Got it. With that being said, you can also put yeah. like, you could advertise for the live stream on your Instagram stories. And you could be like, hey, just want to let you guys know that in 48 hours, I'm going to be going live and I'm going to be doing a kettlebell workout. Make sure you guys fucking are tuning in at blah, 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 blah. You can put them in the broadcast channel. You can still build anticipation that fam, you go live on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, yep. Also, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but like out of the, out of every 10 followers I get, like five are like trainers. You know, I, I guess they, they want to learn how to fucking use a kettlebell. I don't know if I'm like, should switch up my content a little bit more. I think I should need to do like more, more like simple shit, more like maybe not, not so advanced things that attract when, trainers. When, when's the last time you showed up to content audits? I showed up two weeks ago and last week too, but I had to leave early. So I haven't been okay. able to. Okay. Make time for it and fucking stick around the whole time. I want you to come to the next one because I was just looking at your content. I was like, I think we got a little bit off track with your content because I agree with you. I think you need to simplify it. I'm going to tell you what I think you should do because I was just, I was literally just looking at it as we were talking. I want you to go back to this style of content. You will never get to this level of kettlebell training. But I like the, I like the way that it's like uh, in the gym. I like the setting that it's filmed. I don't like, it almost looks too messy. This looks too messy to me. It's not like, here's what I mean by this, bro. It's like, I'm like, if you, oh, the fonts are all different colors or like different sizes they're up and down, they're different. You know what I mean? It doesn't look clean. Yeah. And you go to my fucking page. It's like, it looks, the fonts are very similar, similar vibe, right? In most of my videos. So I want you to, like, I want it to, I want you to clean it up a little bit. I want you to clean it up a little bit. Cause I think we got a little bit off track with our content. So I want you to show up to the next content audits. Cause you were crushing it for a little while. And I think you got a little bit off track. Got it. All right. Sounds cool. Good. Thanks, man. Hi, bro. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. Last but not least, Miss Kayla, what's up? Hello. How are you guys doing? So good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm going to have to go and shovel my driveway apparently it snowed overnight here in alberta so so much fun um, but my question was 
I was listening the other week, I think it was on content audits with Cole. And he had talked about someone who was getting a whole bunch of likes on their content and had asked them outright, are you in a group that likes all your stuff? I, an engagement group, and I'm in one and I want to know kind of the negatives and, and positives to it. I just, I had a lot of nope, questions. There's no positive. There's no positive. All right. It's a fucking fake. This is why you guys leave them. Number one, because individuals like me can see right through it. So it loses your credibility. Number two, you can't lead gen any of those fucking people. And number three, it's actually fake. It does not boost the fucking Instagram algorithm. That's just what gurus tell you. So you can pay them money to be there engaged with pods. Thank you. I just, I didn't know. I was like, no, we and get of it. course, we following, through, following through on our course that we have, you know, and trying to follow the steps on like, who do I need to use as people to start DMing? And well, it's yes. hard to start. A, I'm not going to DM any one of them because exactly. I know exactly where it comes from. So yeah. how many new leads am I actually getting? How much is it actually building what yes. I need as a business? Yes. And so I've only been doing it for about two months. And I just, when you mentioned it, I wanted to know kind of more the ins and outs of the negatives and the positives. It's not really positive. First and foremost, I'm going to just give you props because there's a lot of motherfuckers that I've seen in those groups that will not tell me that they are. And I'm like, bruh, I've seen the same 15 fucking people post the same emojis on every post you make. It's a fucking engagement post. But they're like... The reason why they're seen as positive is because a lot of gurus and individuals just talk about how engagement is the one thing that matters as soon as you start, as soon as you post on Instagram. And if you don't have that, then that's why you're not going to be able to fucking grow because the algorithm isn't going to dive into your content. That's wrong. All right. It's not just about likes, guys. All right. There's more metrics that Instagram actually pays attention to, like watch time. So if everybody just clicks on your video to double tap, drop a couple emojis and fucking leave, that's not helping the algorithm. That's not helping at all. Now, the reason why I know this is because I was in one. Guys, in 2020, beforehand, we were in engagement groups. Why? Because that was the strat four fucking years ago. Everybody utilized these things. Everybody thought they were the fucking, quote unquote, bees knees. If we're going to talk about ancient fucking bullshit that doesn't work anymore. And it's like, that's what everybody dove into. But it also comes down to that. How are we knowing if it actually blows up? Like, if you have a post that gets 10,000 views and every comment is from an engagement, an engagement reel or engagement group, like, I can't help you. Neither can Brian. Because we're looking at it like... I don't know what's real. Like, I don't know what's real, what's fake, what's actually getting you to where you need to be. So it becomes very hard for us to actually get to where we want to be. That's like you having a weight loss client, you giving them a full meal plan or workup program, and then them going on Ozempic. And you're like, I don't know what worked. Like, I have no idea what worked because you're fucking taking this drug and you're, you, you're saying you're eating well, but like, are you? So like, it creates this fucking false narrative. You feel me? Yeah. I just... Like I said, I was very confused on why it was negative or positive. And of course, going through the modules and then being like, well, I can't lead in on any of these people and I can't, you know, how much am I actually building my business? Like I said, I was like, hmm, is this really working? I'm not sure. And so that's why I wanted a clarification on how they kind of work. So thank you. Gotcha. Yeah. So I want to just jump in because Kayla, I made some massive mistakes with my Instagram. So be Mark Fit was my first Instagram account, which I'm sure you guys might have followed, might have known. You guys can go check it out. It still exists. I just never use it. And on BMark Fit, Kayla, I did everything wrong. I was in engagement pods. I paid for shout outs. So basically you can pay celebrities and then they'll put you in their bio. And then 
they shout you out and then people go follow you. So you get thousands of followers, but they're not following you because they like your content. They're following you because they want to win an iPhone. I did like like campaigns. I did follow unfollows. Like I literally did all the things that you're not supposed to do. And it literally killed my engagement. So I've made all of the mistakes. And that's why, like when I started the real Brian Mark, I was like, I committed to literally never touching anything ever, like never doing any sort of engagement or anything like that. Because number one, Instagram's smart. And so if Instagram sees that your content is being engaged on by the same amount of people, it's not going to show to more people because Instagram's like, oh, it's like, this isn't, it's not like Instagram's smarter than us. Okay. The algorithms, <laughs> the people that develop the technology of Instagram, they're smarter than us. And so that's the first thing. Second thing is like, again, you don't know if your content's good or not. And I would rather you guys spend time like creating content and putting your heart into your content and having it not hit. And then trying again and again and again and again, and then figuring out what's going to actually hit. And then when it hits, you'd be like, holy fuck, this is it. And you double down on that one thing. And then you start finding your voice. Like that's how it's going to happen. But you'll never find your voice if you're just getting fake engagement or if you're just like not getting, you know, real likes because you won't actually know what's resonating with your audience. And so it's bad for your account. And it's bad for you because if you keep doing that, you'll never actually find your voice. All right. Thank you so much. Cool. Is that helpful? Yes. All right. I will stop putting it over into their group. If they engage on it, they do. But then we'll, I will see who's actually nope. engaging on it. Leave. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> not, not put it no, in there. Leave group the group anymore. completely. Okay. Don't just not post in there. Get out. Leave it. Like fucking get out of it. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I'm not going to do it, but I hear you. She's like, I yeah, hear you. Like, I get out of the fucking <laughs> No, he did the dad look just there, 100%. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm, did I'm you looking at my son. I'm looking at <laughs> she's, like, like, I, she's like, I hear you, Cole. I hear you. I see I you, Cole. You. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. What does that fuck does that mean? I see Leave you. Leave okay? the fucking group. Leave it, you, 100%. Cole. She hears you, Good. Cole. All right, she Delete hears you, the group off the chat. Got it. Yeah. I heard you. <laughs> All right. That's fucking funny, dude. Cool. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you guys for showing up today. <laughs> it is Valentine's Day. Look. That was the dad look. Yes, exactly. We appreciate you guys showing up. Thank you guys for being here. If you guys could do me a favor, if you got value from today's podcast, go post in the economy and let us know what your number one takeaway was. And yo, it's Valentine's Day. So go celebrate it with your lady, with your man, with your partner, with your significant other, whatever it is. If you're celebrating Valentine's Day by yourself, Go celebrate with like a workout or like a glass of wine or whatever you do to give yourself love. All right, Cole, you got anything to say, bro? Kade's got something to say. Uh, yeah, Kade's got something to say. He's watching Julia the fucking make faces and stuff, so he's getting amped up. Uh, what I have to say is implement quickly, okay? This is actually something I saw in the last call. I just want to say it, all right? Brian already gave, gave you guys like the uh, take the day off thing, and I agree. We're both literally going to go spend it on our families now that it's Valentine's Day. But implement quickly. I've seen a lot of you guys absorb you absorb a little from content audits, all right? You absorb a little bit from pod chats. You absorb a little bit from this call, this call, this call, this video. But then you'll come back to the next call because you're waiting for that permission or you're waiting for the right thing to kick you in the ass to give you the light that you need to take action. This is it right now. Take messy action on the information that you have absorbed over the last month because Brian and myself want nothing more to see all of you guys actually fucking succeed. When we say that it like lights our soul on fire to watch you guys win, until you meet us in person, you're probably not going to believe that statement. And then when you see us in person and you've actually been killing it, you'll like see how fucking giddy we get. It's a favorite thing in the entire world. So please go win so we can get amped up. Bet. All right, guys. Have the best Valentine's Day of your entire life. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace. 
Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.